Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm Grace, and today there is no Nixie. We're doing another tangent cast. Yes, you lucky people get more than one this month, I believe, the second one for the month. And I've got a special guest star with me, possibly two, if Stormageddon, the Dark Lord of All, decides to join in. But otherwise, the only invited guest is Boyfriend Jesse, who's back. Say hello. Hi, everybody. Uh, so we decided to do a, a nice little short tangent cast um, on on an idea that's been in my head lately. Um, since I took a picture, um, we were out looking for miniatures uh, one day recently, and uh, I saw a Stargate in a for place. For D&D, we weren't looking for miniature people. Which is, <laughs> or, we were looking or, or for miniature D&D. animals or <laughs> other living things. Like pocket elephants. No, we <laughs> yeah. were looking for Dungeons and Dragons. Exactly. Yes. So I'm looking specifically for my cleric, which I cannot find. Um, but we ran into a Stargate in a place where I did not think a Stargate should exist. Uh, and so then, you know, my worlds converged and I thought, how cool would it be if we could figure out where each of our characters from Stargate would live in the uh, Dungeons and Dragons world? And this was actually a post, right? Like this was on the this website? Was a post, yeah, we put it up on Facebook and a couple of people posted. Uh, and I will be getting to, to those comments uh, while we talk. Um, cool. But there was specific. So I just kind of want to go through our characters. And Jesse's here because he. He's kind. Of, he's my my dungeon master, literally. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but no, he's been my DM through our our latest adventure, and and you're also kind of my go to guy for anything Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I've, I've been playing for a long time, and uh, if there was any sort of thing as a intellectual pedigree for Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> I've been playing since Second Edition. Um, and uh, I played some White Wolf stuff, and we created a couple of our games when we were kids. And I've been playing 3.5 since it came out. So right on. I've, uh, and that's what of, I'm learning on, right? 3.5, yes. not 5th edition, which is the latest that's out there. Yes, and we're not going okay. to 5th. So I just wanted to stick with something that I knew. But it is going to be my last hurrah on 3.5, so this seems <gasps> no! like a good kind of way to send it off. And, How appropriate. Yes. Um, okay, so let's get started. We'll get right to it. So I'm going to go over our four main leads, our four leads. Uh, you know, Jack, um, Sam. Daniel and Teal'c. Those are our four main. But we're also going to get to General Hammond. Um, and I want to start with Dr. Janet because I think that she's pretty clear. And also, guys, this will be a test on my knowledge of our Stargate char- uh, characters because we all know that I don't do homework. So I've done no <laughs> homework. I'm going completely on memory of what I think I know about these characters and off of what I find in the Facebook comments. So... Dr. Janet is clearly a cleric. She's a doctor. Now, here, let me tell you more about Dr. Janet. She's she's part of the military. She's a military doctor, but she's uh, not a doctor entitled only. She's an actual doctor. When they come back from these other worlds, she does their medical checks and says, hey, something's wrong here. Hey, something's right but here. But she also carries a gun. Let me fix you. But she carries a gun. Okay. Uh, so my the simplest solution, I think, for her is a cleric. Um is there anywhere else that you might play someone like that? Um, well, I, I, a cleric is the obvious because of uh, because she's a doctor. She's got a healing she's background. The healer. But you're it depends a cleric of what. 
Like, what sure. oh. god would she be cleric of? And if you want to look in just basic spell capability, as far as 3.5 goes, uh-huh. the druid spell list has a lot more damage to it than a cleric spell list. So okay. are you looking at a druid cl- type person? Is she like more nature based? Is well, she a cleric of war? Is she a cleric of... Because you're playing a cleric of uh, healing. Of, I of am. A her- yeah, yeah. My current character is a uh, Ellie. Her name is Ellie. Uh, she's uh, Her domains are the, are the sun and good and her god is Pelor which well, no, is no your domains are healing are they healing that's right I always think it's good but it's not it's healing I just want her to be good um, so yeah no uh, you're right you're right but uh, so I guess that would be the interesting part what domains would we put Dr. Janet in um, well Dr. Janet is very much a science based person okay so where would that fall under back then? Would it be as as opposite as it sounds? Would it fall under religion? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, if he takes like a guy like a cleric of Toth, who's who's uh, he's one of the Egyptian pantheon. He's, okay. he's a god of secrets. He's a god yeah. of of science of scribes. So he, even though it's a religious based thing, you can have a god that's like a god of magic or a god of um, oh, scholars, right? And and you know, rewards their followers for yeah, you know. Maybe some sort of like, uh, yeah, because she's a soldier in the sense that she's in the military and this is where she started, but her calling is to heal. So maybe that's where it went. You know, she started in this other way and she got to this. She seems more like a multi-class character. I'd put her under like a fighter, cleric, and some sort of war god. Okay. Now this will be interesting when we get to Sam and I think uh, our listeners might know where I'm going. Um, But so, okay, multi-class soldier cleric is that what you said fighter cleric yeah fighter fighter cleric yeah fighter cleric i like that i'm gonna or that. maybe even a paladin a paladin a secondary tell option. me more about paladins well I paladins are like they are. knights okay they're 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 a knight class they're okay. all lawful good uh-huh. and a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about i think is has to do with alignment because i don't know what these yeah, characters yeah, yeah. are so they're you know lawful good which means she's got a strict order uh, that yeah. she follows um, and then she's a, like all around like a decent human being. Okay. So she's but know, she's more neutral than than lawful. She's not chaotic, um, but she's uh, and the reason I say this is it's it's relative to some of our other characters. She's a little more neutral than lawful okay. um, than say uh, General Hammond would be. General Hammond is a leader of our crew. He's our guy back home, the guy who can pick up the red is phone. Is she by the book or is she somebody she's, who... She's by the book, but she's very open to trying things that aren't by the book. She goes by the book first, and then if that doesn't work, um, she's going to see what else is available. She can fall into those parameters, uh, lawful, neutral. Okay. Yeah. One of our recent episodes, she... Um, oh, gosh, I'm going to lose the name of it because... But it's the one where she basically gets taken out by the same thing that takes out Daniel and... And Sam and Jack, and um, it's not point of view, but it's the one right before. I'm gonna get to it. I, pr- I swear. Uh, oh, Legacy. There's an episode called Legacy that we just watched, and uh, this old this guy that was in the past that that kind of fucked with things in the past. His name was Michello. Uh, he left these organisms that could take over and, and attack your gold, but our people don't have gold in them, and so they ended up getting really sick. And Doctor Janet is one of these people who gets sick, uh, and so this other doctor has to come in and take care of them. But she, she's the one who's able to be like, no, we got to think differently. We can't think our normal way of thinking. It's time to go outside of what we know and trust something new okay. to get the job done. So that makes me think that she's not so much about coloring inside the line, so to speak. 
Um, but I don't know if maybe maybe that wouldn't affect who she is as far as lawful or not lawful. Well, extre- not to- an extreme set of circumstances can set a character outside of an alignment even for a little period of time. You uh, can play fair. outside of your alignment because, you know, you're, okay. you're, you're, you're driven to it. It doesn't mean that you've changed your alignment. Okay. So we can go either way, but if she's going to be parallel, and if that's what we're talking about, uh-huh. and that means, you know, she has a mount, she's got some Leon Haynes abilities, she can, like, you know, yeah. you know just kind of do, but mostly she's going to have a wicked-ass sword and be, like, smite evil for... Or in this case, smite gold. Gold, yeah. Which is like a symbiote thing as far <laughs> yeah, as I understand. Yeah, it's a symbiote, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's interesting. I like Paladin, but I think I want to save that smite for someone loader. coming up. Smite, smite freeloader, as I think <laughs> yeah. I would call that. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah. Golds are definitely freeloaders. I can stick with that. Um, I'm going to stick. Okay, I like this introduction of Paladins to our story, but I think I'm going to save it for someone else. Okay. And I think I like her as a fighter yeah, I'm, player. I'm like partly psychic. Let me just... Richard Dean Anderson. No, never. No. Yes, no, definitely not. Definitely yeah, there's not. no, uh, there's no cleric in him. <laughs> there's no healer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not who you turn to if you need a band aid. Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> He's going to tell you how to walk it off. No, I'll hang on. So, Doctor Janet is my uh, cleric fighter, and and she is lawful good, and I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Uh, so let's go to General Hammond. Um, He's the bald guy, right? He's the bald guy. Okay. Uh, dwarf. <laughs> he's definitely... Oh, he's definitely a dwarf. But Fearless, the thing is, dishonored dwarf. Well, now, here's the thing, though. Are dwarves lawful good? Because you don't get any more lawful good than General yeah. Hammond. Yeah, dwarves can be whatever they want. Okay. because so, okay. Dwarves tend to be a little bit more uh, lawful. If you're a mountain dwarf, you tend to be a little bit more lawful because you're just more rigid in your thinking. Okay. Right. Oh, interesting. I like that. Yeah. Well, he's he's rigid in the sense of he's got rules to follow. He's a general. He's mm-hmm. a general in, uh, you know, in the, uh, um, I forget what they are. I think they're Air Force. Oh, Nixie would kill me. <laughs> but he's he's high up in the ranks. They're in the blue he, he, uniforms, right? Yes. They're in the Air Force. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's high up in the ranks. He does the job that needs to be done. He's got a direct line to the president. So he's definitely following the rules because you don't get there if you don't follow the rules. Um, but he's a badass if he needed to be. He's not your first line of defense. He's not your first fighter. Um, he knows enough to know what he needs to know and does not need to know the rest. But he's a veteran. He, he Well, yeah. So he's a fighter. He's a yeah. So he's just, he's just if he's a veteran, he has to have some fighter class. In well, him. he does. He does. He um, definitely does. At that point, it could be like a noble class, or uh, uh, which is more of like a common uh, a commoner class. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's any specifics, but I think I think you'd probably stick with fighter for him. The fighter. Yeah. Okay. So can he wield a gun? Oh, absolutely. Then he's a fighter. Okay. So he'd be a, a a fighter with some sense of nobility to him. Well, fighters can have a sense of nobility to him. They don't okay. have to be a paladin. You could just be someone who's you know lawful good. Fighter. Okay. Mm. All right. Cool. And then he's lawful good. That that part was super. Uh, the lawful good part to me is like absolutely. That's who General Hammond is. Okay. Um, so I'm going to save. Um, I'm going to save Richard Dean Anderson for last because oh, I know you want to get to him. This is like the <laughs> only reason why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's but next? Who's we're going to get to him last. I think our next one is going to be uh, Daniel be- because I think I have an idea who Daniel Daniel's is. Daniel's James Spader. He's a James Spader Daniel character. was James Spader in the movie. He's, he's Michael Shanks on the TV Shanks. show. He's, so as far as Shanks. I'm concerned, Michael Shanks is the only Daniel. Okay, fine. So let's stay there. Okay. Now, as much as I, I fought with Daniel in the beginning, in the first season, I was not a fan. Uh, I understand now who Daniel is. Um, and Daniel is definitely 
One, he's a communicator. That's what he does. He communicates with other people. He's an ambassador. That's his type. He's not a great fighter. He can almost wield a gun, but not necessarily. Okay. So I think you may know where I'm going with this. Um, he's a bard, is what I'm thinking. Some well, you have to tell me more about the character. Okay. I know James Spader. You just told me that's not the guy we're, we're He's going not the guy. Of. He's definitely so not tell, the guy. Give me more. Give Daniel me more information. Is, uh, Daniel's a very emotional guy. Daniel knows a lot of history. Daniel knows a lot of information about... Uh, he's an archaeologist by trade, or was when they found him. That part is the same okay. as James Spader. Uh, he knows a lot about history. He's a guy we turn to to, to say, hey, what does this language read? Uh, what is this in? Where okay. did this come from? What are the what are the histories on, on this piece that we found on another planet that are similar to something on Earth? And he's the guy who's going to go, this is Egyptian. This is um, Aztec. This is Mayan. This is, um, you, you know, Norse. This is whatever whatever it happens to be. He's that guy. Uh, he's also the guy that's the first to talk to a new alien creature. Uh, it may get him in trouble. It might get him injured. But he's always the first one to go and do that. Um, so let me ask you a question. Does is he the heart of the group? Um, it's hard to say, but I'm going to say yes. If somebody has an emotional problem, in the absolutely, group, it's going to be Daniel. Is it? Is it? It's going to be Daniel. It's it. It's, or somebody going to Daniel for confidence? No, I think Daniel tends to well. It's interesting because our guys don't do a lot of that. They don't do a lot of confiding no in each other. There's, there's no not emoting. a lot of emoting in that sense. So then, if so anyone then is question. going to, a, if they're in like a, if they're in like a, you know, it's it's, it's beginning of the third act and uh-huh. everyone's gonna screw it and they're in a foxhole and they're getting bombed by something. Is Daniel the guy? Come on, guys, we're gonna we're gonna win. Is he the guy that says that? Uh, he's the most optimistic of our bunch. But does he does, does, he, does he rouse everybody else up out of the hole? I think if he needed to, he is the guy who we could to, turn to to do that. Somebody else might be a little bit better at it? No, I just don't think any of them have really had the opportunity as far as my memory serves. Um, you know, the I've defining... seen other people have moments of it, but it, not, it doesn't define their character. Now, So then, so then if it's not defining his character, he's not a bard. Okay. The, the defining characteristic of a bard, especially in 3.5, but really what you're going to find in any of these editions, is the ability to inspire, is the ability to... Um, break. Well, no, I guess he is there. Because here's the thing. Daniel went and lived for a year with these other people and helped them build up their entire civilization. Scholar can do that. That's inspiration. Isn't that inspirational? No. Okay. Well, that's inspirational, but he wasn't singing a song to get them to do it. Okay. I, okay. That, that's, you know what? I really want him to be a bard, and no. it could just be that I don't have enough information to push him that way. I think. I, but what other class would he fall under? Because I, I think he's a scholar. He's a scholar. Yeah, they get some spellcasting ability. Um, it's kind of an offshoot of, of some of the other classes. They get some spellcasting ability, but most of all, they get a lot of bonuses for knowledge checks and okay. stuff. Okay. My homework is going to be to come back to you and tell you why he's a bard. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely going to be where I'm going to. But there may be um, some comments on the Facebook page regarding what Daniel would be. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I have one comment on our Facebook page by John that also puts Daniel as a bard. Hey, I did not do that on purpose. Okay. So, so uh, that would be interesting. I'd love to hear more on that one. Um, I'm going to come back with some information on why he's a bard. Okay. I think if anyone's going to be the guy who inspires, it'll be him. No one's just, uh, everyone else is a little more cynical and a little more world weary. 
because they are soldiers. He's the only one in the group who's not a soldier. You can have a bard who's world-weary. You can have a bard who's cynical as well. I think uh-huh. I played one of those ones, actually. But still, the defining character is the guy who's going to sit there and say, you know, you guys get him. You guys are awesome. You guys, you know, or singing a song or getting something going. Okay. Or, you know, does he sing? Does he tell stories? Does he, does well, he, he any sort of artistic ability at all? And since he's trained archaeologists... Uh-huh. What you're looking at is somebody like a bard knows a lot uh-huh. and travels, but he's well traveled. Right. So he knows some guy who knows something who heard something. Well, he's, but he's very well traveled. He's as never, far as our but he's never go. read a book. Daniel or or a, a bard. bard. Bards bards may read, but they don't have access to the libraries that somebody who was an archaeologist. And okay, so the leaning is Egyptian. that a bard would not be as learned as Daniel is. Not as specifically learned. Okay. Not as, well, couldn't a bard become well learned in something? Could yeah, it? but but mo- most of them generally, and this is a generalization. You okay. can play a bard who's definitely trained in, in some sort of bardic school. Gotcha. But most of them learn on the road. Most of them are traveling minstrels. They've heard stories. They know this thing, you know, and that's how they yeah, pull yeah, yeah. up. You know, you know the, their stuff. A scholar is somebody who's book learned. Okay. And Daniel is book learned. He is book learned. So. Um, and I think, you know what it is, is he's definitely book learned. Uh, but on the show, he's kind of becoming the guy who picks up more. You know, he, he, here's what it is about him. He's the He will be the one guy that will talk to new people on other planets. Our other guys are always on the defense. And to me, that seems like a bard's job to do. Because they're the most charismatic of the characters, right? Am I that, wrong there? That can be the bard's job. That can also be a thief's job. That could be a wizard's job. That could be, it depends, you know, on your... That, or a rogue, I guess, would be That could be that. a sorcerer's job because a, a sorcerer's charisma and their spellcasting ability go hand in hand. That could also be a um, cleric's job. Okay. All right. Well, that's fair. So it just depends who, who has the highest charisma in the group is the one that's going to be talking to people. Okay. I have not given up the fact that I think I'm going to find him to be a bard. Okay. And I'm going to go in and I'm going to look at that for you. Okay. Um, but okay. So there's Daniel. Daniel is maybe a scholar as far as Jesse's concerned and maybe a bard as far as I'm concerned. And I'm going to <laughs> look into more of that. Um, now, as far as where I would put him, um, I think he's definitely good. Um but I don't know that he's lawful because he'll do what's good no matter what. It's probably neutral good. Okay. He's too he's too structured in his mind to be chaotic. Okay, that's so fair. So I put him on neutral good. Neutral good. Yeah. Because he will do what's considered the quote-unquote wrong thing if necessary, if it's the right thing to do. Like if it's morally the right place for him to then go. Then he could be chaotic. It could go either way. All you right, could play cool. that character either way. Oh, it's awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. I dig it. Um, so let's go to Major Sam Carter. Okay. So Major Carter is interesting because she started as a soldier. Uh, she was. Um, she started as Captain Sam. And now she's a major. So she's moved up is in the she ranks. Because you, you, when you first started watching, you came home and said stuff about Captain Dr. Sam. Yeah, that's her. That's her? Okay. So she's she's super brainy. She's very smart. She's some sort of a science person that Nixie would know. <laughs> she's the person we turn to to explain to us the science of things, of like why we can get there or why we can or why our body's going to turn to mush if we try to do this So thing. she's a, a physicist. She's a physicist, yeah. Okay. Uh, so she's a physicist. Uh, she's she's a doctor in, in that title. Um, she's also a soldier. She's a good soldier. Um, and she's also more recently in recent times she she got um, 
uh, I don't know what the right word would be here, but basically she got a gold that was not an evil gold. So there's there's this there's this um, there's a segment of of gold that don't refer to themselves as gold. They're the Tok'ra. So they're symbiotes in the same way, but they share a body with a human being. Okay. And, and what they do is they're 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 a sect of of these uh, of this race that is trying to change things and make things better. And they work undercover and they're always in hiding. There's very few of them and being they're. They're a bigger threat to the gold than we are. Okay. Uh, so they're our ally in that sense. And so they hold a lot of knowledge. Um, one of them escaped into her and then died. So she's got all of its memories and she's got a little bit of its powers. She can control some of these gold tech things um, and she can detect the presence of another um, Tokra. So she's got all this new added slightly magical features to her. Okay. So... Where would that put us? I feel like she's got to be something interesting that I don't even know about yet in D and D. Hmm. Um, well, first you were talking about you. Were, um, my my first thought was war mage, but a war mage technically is somebody who's going to, um, uh, like also inspire. Like okay. they like they they're the captain. They're running battle formations and stuff and okay. casting spells to, to to help their troops. Doesn't really seem like somebody who's like that. No. No. Like no, because she's definitely not the highest ranking officer. Yeah. Here. So you, generally, a war mage tends to be the highest ranking foot soldier okay. in the group, right? Gotcha. So um, then I started thinking about I was like, well, maybe just wizard. Okay. Um, but also thief. Thief. So thieves are like. They get the most skills of any class, right? Okay. And then they have all types of cool stuff. They can, you know, they get sneak attack, which is their primary feature. But one of the things that thieves get and only the thief class gets is use magical device. Without any training at oh. all, a thief has a skill that's able to be able to use it to, to, to cast a like a, a okay. wand or something. Like they can. So that for some reason, that kind of fit. Well, okay. For me. But where would all her other things playing? Because she is a soldier, and she is a good soldier. Well, thieves can be trained. I mean, the sneak attack is the ability. You can incorporate this or, or interpret it um, in your campaign in multiple ways. Okay. Your sneak attack ability could be based on just dirty fighting, or depending on what your flavor of thief is. It's just thief in particular seems so opposite of the Sam that we know. Well, that's what, that, that, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. It could, or it could be training. She could have been trained in how human bodies work and then okay. know how to attack. So, I, I like the idea of maybe a thief slash wizard. Now, here's here's a really interesting thing about Sam. So, we just watched an episode called Point of View. There's and and this and in this episode, we see parallel versions of our people. And she is not um, she's not a captain. She's not a major. She's she's still a scientist, but she's never been in the military. And and one of the big divides in in Sam's life is this part where something happens with her parents when they're little. Um, her dad is very close to her. He's actually part of the Tok'ra now. The Tok'ra saved him because he was dying of cancer and the Tok'ra can heal that. So anyway, um, her dad and her brother don't talk or didn't until very recently. Her brother is very against the life that they've led through her dad. Her dad is also a soldier, very high ranking, knows General Hammond, and she followed his path. Now, I like the idea that this alternate reality Sam, the one who didn't go into the military, fits perfectly into this thief role. Okay. Because she did not decide to go down that soldier path, she, but she still gets all these other pieces. Um, I, I don't know. I just kind of like the way that worked. That was felt really exciting to me. Um, <laughs> But I, it just, the word thief is really hard to put to Sam. 
because she's just, you know, she keeps her nose clean. Well, what you're thinking of thief versus somebody like you can play a scout whose ability okay. is to sneak behind the front lines and have them have ranks in thief. Okay. It's just it's just like an overall dexterous based skill class. Okay. So now where does all her high intelligence go? Well, that's what I'm saying is that I you can have a thief that primary skill is intelligence because like I said, they get the most skills. Okay. They get the most Because she's got a little bit of this, you know, this healing ability or the spell ability. She's got these magical devices she can use. A little bit of maybe a psychic ability even is what I would call it. She could go psionist. She could go psionist thief. That would be interesting. Oh, I don't know what that is, but I don't I, know I never, more about I it. I never incorporated Sionis into your campaign because it's a whole other ballpark. And okay. There's, there's I don't even know it. how to spell that, but that's what I'm going to write. P-S-I-O-N-I-C, I, I think. Okay, I'm gonna. that's how I'm going to spell it, and we're going to write that for Sam. I dig that. Okay, one more, and then I promise we'll get to, to Jack. Okay. <laughs> to Colonel Jack. Uh, but next is Teal'c. Okay. And I have an idea for Teal'c. Um so Teal'c is a soldier. Okay. Teal'c came to us from another planet. Uh, Teal'c was formerly gold, and he's considered a traitor by the gold, but he's a fighter. He was born and raised to fight. That was his reason for existing. And he was a he was a major soldier. He he his family had um he he became one of uh, our lead god uh, evil gods like. Uh, right-hand man, basically, until the moment he realized, hey, wait a minute, we're not doing the right thing, and he left and joined the Stargate team. So, Teal'c is a badass. There's no way around that. Teal'c is is just, he's the fucking man. <laughs> um, plus his eyebrows are great. Is he shaft? He's a little bit shafty. He's a little bit shaft. <laughs> no, he's just kind of the, the most badass person you'll ever meet is him. Um, he's got his shit together. He's very much a soldier. He's dry. Uh, you know, there's some, he tries to crack a joke once and nobody understands it, but he makes himself laugh. So there's a sense of humor in there, but nobody else understands it. Okay. Um, but he's really just knows how to get jobs done. There's a lot, uh, there, there's, you know, there's emotional turmoil that he's felt and that he's dealt with. Um, but it does not get in the way of him doing his job ever. So he's also very spiritually grounded. Okay. Um, now, Teal'c, because he still has a symbiote in him, he lives with this. He lives with this part of the symbiote that is him. This symbiote is his, um, it's, it's his uh, immune system. The symbiote keeps him happy, keeps him alive, keeps him moving, keeps him healthy. Um, he meditates. He doesn't exactly sleep. He just goes into these meditative states. Okay. Um, and that's how he heals himself, too. If he if he gets very injured, he has to put himself into this deep meditative state that I forgot the name of. Um, but that's something else that he can do. And only he has that feature. Okay. Is he a monk? Yeah, he could be a monk. <laughs> he could be an elf. Elves okay. meditate. They don't sleep. So he could be an elf. Okay. Um, but he's such a badass that there's no way he's an... He, I mean, he's a have big, el- he's have, a big guy. You can have elvish monks. I mean, it's, but you wouldn't have an elvish... Well, I've seen pictures of him. And he yeah. Was in, he was in Dark Knight Rises. He, he, gave, oh. he gave he gave Bruce Wayne the rope or the <gasps> thing or something in his bag at the end. I did like, not know that. Yeah, he's in it. So, because uh, a lot of my Stargate friends, yeah. when that movie came out, they were all crazy Holy crap, it. it's Teal'c. Yeah. I did not know that. Now I need to watch... Can we watch Dark Knight Rises after this? Yes. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, monk sounds good for him. I don't think that's more what you're describing as far as the meditation, the spiritual. And I've seen enough to know that he's, you know, very. He's just a badass fighter. He's very, like, stoic looking, like. Okay. So. Now, a monk would also be, like, what Aang is, right? 
I mean, essentially, I mean, I know he's a Aang from race. Avatar. The yeah, last yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, Aang would be a man. Yeah, yes. okay. I mean, I know it's an easy one to say, but that's pretty much what he would be, right? Yeah. What would Korra be? Korra in D and D. Yeah, yeah. God, we're we're we're. we're I know hyped we'll up come back. Stargate. I promise. I promise. It was all hyped up for Stargate. Korra <laughs> um, in D and D would be well. I mean, she would have her own class. Oh. The Avatar is her own class, so she would have her own class as the Avatar. All right, fair. Yeah. Okay. But if Aang was just an airbender and not the Avatar, he would be a monk. Okay. So now we're going to get to your guy. Okay. Colonel Jack O'Neill. That's uh, the MacGyver. leader of the pack. That's MacGyver. It's MacGyver. That's MacGyver. It's Richard Dean Anderson. The man had a RDA. mullet throughout the 80s. <laughs> he was he's the first mullet guy. He's my hero. He's still the greatest <laughs> badass. He's still my favorite of this entire team. Now... Jack. Oh, how do you describe Jack? I feel like I'm giving a toast at his wedding. <laughs> He's the greatest guy. He really is. One time when we were yet. Yeah, no, just kidding. <laughs> so he's our leader. He's our fearless leader. He's quick on his feet. He's he's a good soldier. He's a great soldier. He's a great fighter. But he's also um, adept at thinking in different ways. He's adaptable. Um, he definitely inspires our team. He gets us through things. Uh, there's an episode called Solitudes where him and Sam are trapped in Antarctica and he's completely injured. And he has to, while dying, inspire her to get the job done. And she does. And she gets things done. Bard. He's a, no, he's no way. Is he a bard? He can't be lawful. Um, and if he's lawful, that's going to be a little bit of a conflict. But he, he, his primary character arc is to lead and inspire. He's a bard. But he's just this badass fighter, too. He could be multi-class. He could be a fighter So what bard. I'm hearing is that it doesn't really matter how much of a fighter you are. It's these other things that make you what you are in, yeah. as far as the D&D world goes. Yeah, absolutely. Fighter is like a, just a broad term. Anybody okay. who's going to have like a military, a primary military training mm-hmm. class, but you can always multi-class. Yeah. If his primary characteristic is that he aspires, he was a bard first. There's no... That's so interesting. I really like that, but... Oh, I don't know if we're going to piss people off with that one. I'm sure the internet's going to inflame me. But that's the primary characteristic of, of a bard. So okay. he could be a war bard. He could be, you know, a leader of men. There, you know, there's ways that you can go throughout that. But if... <laughs> wow. I'm reading something that says Jack would easily be a paladin. Yeah, that's exactly that's, what someone wrote. I mean, wrote. you can make an argument there, too, but if, you know... Yeah, I'm trying to see. There was one other one. Uh, someone else has a multi-class rogue soldier. How do you feel about that? I would think uh, bard soldier. I don't think I'd ever call him as a rogue. Really? Yeah. I think he's got roguish parts to his personality, but maybe it's a different version of the word rogue. Yeah. It, yeah it's... Thieves, rogues. Ro- rogue is actually the term for that class. Uh, r- rogue is, is, is somebody who... Hmm... Like I was saying before, it's it's a, it's another broad term, but they tend to be more heavily skills based. Okay. Jack, from what I've seen, um, and in the movies, my you know we've talked about this. The movie yeah. is really the only oh. thing I've seen of Stargate. Yes. Yeah. Um, is I def- don't worry, guys. I'm going to change that, <laughs> whether he wants it or not. Um, I I I definitely see that he. I, I would put him as a bard. I would play him wow. as a bard. As a bard soldier. I would play him as a bard. You know what it is? As I think it'd be an interesting way to... It gives me a whole different perspective on who he is. But it doesn't not fit. Okay. But, I, oh, wow. I'm really I'm really into that. I really like that. So, okay, ultimately, what did we call Jack? He was a bard fighter? Yeah, like, bard fighter. Huh. 
Bart oh, Palin would be an interesting mix. I don't think you can actually do that, but it'd be fun. But let's say you could, because if anyone can, it's Jack. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Jack. done. He did it with a, with with toothpaste and, a, and fishing wire. <laughs> yeah, wow, this is fun. Um, so when do we get to start our Stargate campaign? When do I get to play Stargate World? We're doing. We're we're in Vampire <laughs> Land right now. You're not. You're you're screwed. You're gonna. I want it. Maybe I'll maybe I'll DM it. Maybe I'll watch enough of the show to where I can run it. That's what deal we, with it. That's what we, <laughs> so we did when we were kids. We played Resident Evil um, for for hours on time, and when we, when we played the hell out of that video game, we created our own zombie role playing games that we could play I'm because not. we got into it. So. Listen, you got vampires. I'm, 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 that's as far as I go into that genre. Okay. <laughs> but um, I think that's everybody. That's everyone that I wanted to cover. There's a couple of other random soldiers, but I think they'd be NPCs. <laughs> We've got Walter, who shows up in every couple episodes. Torchbearer. Yeah. <laughs> we got a Torchbearer. Who's holding Torch? Walter. We've got um, um, a Deloise who makes a cameo every time he directs. Okay. And so he'd be probably another Torchbearer. Okay. Um, and... Uh, and the people that we run into off, uh, here and there, but yeah, no, I think these are the guys I wanted to cover. Um, thank you so much for sitting with me and going over this. Oh, no, thanks for inviting me. I love coming on. This is great. Yeah, and I also want to share another thing that you're working with that's D&D related. There's like a local campaign called Game Changer. Well, it's a it's a local um, nonprofit, and I'm writing a couple of the adventures for it. Um, right, it's uh, a friend of ours is, is running that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's here it's here in Orlando, and it's like an after school thing, and they do magic, and they do a whole bunch of stuff, and they're doing D and D too. So, but I think we're going to Pathfinder. I think is ah. what he had said. So I'm going to be starting some campaigns for that. So you basically you teach these kids uh, role playing games to kind of well, you just teach to help them. them. Yeah, you teach them how to you, you use role playing games as a way to teach them, and when working on like game theory and, oh, cool. and and ways to think of outside of puzzles and things, and just to help you through life, you, use your imagination. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So if anyone's interested in you know donating and helping them out, um, you can find them at gamechangerorlando.org. dot uh, So I just wanted to do a little shout out to Phil and to Jesse because I think it's a good thing. These are really fun stuff. When we, I like when people do good things with their time uh, because I you do useless things. <laughs> Like watch Gilmore Girls on end. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that's going to call it for the day, guys. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, thanks for listening. Nixie and I will be back next week with, um, oh gosh, I forgot the episode name, but I've got it written down on here somewhere. So maybe if I stall long enough, I can find it. Yep, we'll be back with Demons next week, episode 52. Uh, <laughs> now, I I hope someone has uh, stuff to say on today's episode. Uh, and if you do, you can find us at Terra Podcast. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Terra. Um, or you can email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Uh, rate and review us, all those other fun things. I'm really interested in this D&D campaign situation. This may have to happen. Are Je- you doing a Stargate one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Just as long as I can read your handwriting. <laughs> that's never going to happen. <laughs> I should have been a doctor. Um, thank you for joining us. And thank you, Stormy, for not joining us. He's been sleeping at our feet the whole time, guys. People he's, are going to think you don't exist. <laughs> he's, a, he's a ghost dog. Say something. Ghost dog. No, not happening. Unless there's food around. That's true. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.